Hey, welcome to uh, the first episode of the Like a Girl Worldwide podcast. I'm uh, super excited today to be speaking with Anna Lay out of Atlanta. Hello, Anna. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm fantastic. Thanks for being on. I'm glad we could get this to work. I'm yeah. super, super excited to talk to you about things. <laughs> So tell me a little bit, you know, we, we met on Instagram and I, I love the fact that you, you initially thought I was a girl. Oh yeah. Um, I read all of your messages in a girl's voice. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I absolutely love it. And, you know, after you said that, I was wondering, I'm like, you know, I wonder how many others think I'm a female, which is totally fine. But yeah. I, you know, I'm just like, once you brought that up, I was super curious, like, hmm, I wonder if that's the perception that I'm giving out there. Yeah, I think that's totally possible that most of your followers think that you're a girl because I don't know, why would a boy, well, let me ask you the first question of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, uh, why have you, a boy, started a page about uh, women in sports? You know, it's it, it's really funny. Um, so I, I I actually I have two sons and I get this this question asked of me a lot because they're like, wait, you don't have any daughters. You're not you know, you're not invested from a family standpoint. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's it's an, an interesting thing. So this is kind of a long story. And, and you know, I want this to be more about you, but I'll, I'll make this quick. So I, I actually started coaching girls soccer about three years ago oh. and have gone all in on the girls thing. And for me, um, the high school that I was coaching at, it, and I, I started doing it, one was it was because it was it was girls, but two is because it's um, a demographic of kids that it's like, mainly refugee and immigrants and um, kids that really, you know, in the big spectrum of things in soccer in this country don't have a shot, right? If, yeah. you, ain't, if you aren't in the whole pay-to-play system, if you can't play club, if you can't, you know, whatever, whatever is in the sport, you can't get transportation there, whatever, yeah. um, you're just not relevant. And it's it, it really mind blowing to me. And, and that's why I, I got into it, to be honest with you, because um, I wanted to give these kids a shot because I, I, I knew a handful of them and I, I knew they're I know they're very talented players, but they're just not getting any exposure. They're not really getting any love and they're not like being seen as legitimate soccer players. So. That's how I got into the game. Um, my yeah. son played. My my son played, and so that's how I was introduced to a lot of these girls. And I was like, you know what? This is absolutely wrong. These kids need a shot, and they deserve a shot, and they deserve to be legitimized as like every other girl out there as a soccer player, right? Yes. So that's applaud <laughs> oh, from this side. That's thank rad. You. That's really cool. Total Thank you so much. Thank you. I, I, I really appreciate that. It's been a, it's been an, a, a life-changing event for me. Um, you know, I, I, I really have purpose in my life in terms of what I'm trying to do and in, 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 in who I'm trying to work with. And it's great. I mean, it's been, you know, it's 
it's been life-changing for me. Everybody says, wow, you, you know, you, you help these girls out and you've changed their lives. And I tell them, I'm like, you know, truly it's, they've changed my life. So, you know, kudos to them for being who they are. And I just want to help them get along the way. Yeah, that is awesome. I really, you. I really am here for that. That's cool. Thank you. Thank you so much. So let's flip the switch a bit here. Um, <laughs> I, I really, I'm, I'm fascinated by the whole freestyle scene. You know, my, my thing, especially with working with these girls is like soccer football is, is, is truly the beautiful game. And when you look at it around the world and, um, a lot in, you know, South America predominantly and in, in other parts of the world, I guess you see the beauty of the game and, um, I, I think freestyle really speaks to that a lot. And when you look at the, the soccer spectrum in this country, you know, when, when you talk about pay to play and you're talking about all these academies now and um, just the, the way things are set up, I, I think it loses kind of the beautiful edge of the game. So I'm mm -hmm. always, you know, super intrigued and super interested with people that are getting into freestyle, but especially females that are getting into freestyle right because you see i mean it's the men are dominating the scene and you know there are truly some talented women out there and For so sure. i love i love touching base with them and um hearing their stories and, and how they got into it and, yeah you know i i know because i've i've been around it a bit well you talk about something that's that's trying right freestyle is <laughs> It, it is truly a life learning thing. And yeah. if you can wrap, if you can wrap your head around the fact that like, you will not fail at something more <laughs> yeah. than you do at freestyle, because it's like time after time, after time, after time to get one move down. Yeah. Right. But that's life. And it's, exactly. it's like such a, it's such a strong message to some of these kids. I, I work with middle school kids and high school kids, and it's such a strong message that it's like, look, this is something that's, it's a very tangible thing, but you got to, you got to do it. You got to do it and you got to get it back mm -hmm. up again and do it again. And it's such a life learning thing. So, so how did you get into freestyle? What is, I, do you have a soccer background or tell me a little bit about how you got into things? Yeah, for sure. Actually, I think my origin story is going to be pretty similar to a lot of uh, other freestylers' origin stories. Uh, it was probably 2005, 2006, uh, that World Cup with the headbutt and everything. Ronaldinho played for Brazil in FC Barcelona. Um, I oh, saw yeah. his little tricks, and then I saw on YouTube Joga Bonito. Oh, and yeah. And then I got in from there. And then I saw Tuzani and... Um, kind of that whole thing and this this was how old was I in 2006 lord I think I was turning 16 I was probably 15 or so okay yeah so I saw that and the thing about freestyle is you don't have to play soccer to look at that sport and realize whoa <laughs> like, yeah. I want to do that that's fascinating it's like a magnet um I did play soccer before um so I started in middle school I also started that pretty late but um I was always a fan obviously with me and Ham the U.S. Women's National Team still a fan to this day uh yeah. 1996 Olympics 1999 the Rose Bowl everything fan of oh, soccer yeah. but when I saw um Ronaldinho and what they were doing on YouTube 
However, I did not know that freestyle was the name for the sport until a year and a half ago. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I just started really freestyling a year and a half ago. I watched the videos back in the day. I, you know, I learned the around the world and I could stall the ball in my head, but that's kind of where I stopped. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So, So but then I just, I picked it up again a year and a half ago. Wow. That's, that's crazy. Like that's yeah. such a short amount of time. And like, I, I've seen your videos and everything and you can do some really great things. And, and I can't believe you've only been doing it a year and a half. I mean, you really must put in some time over that last year and a half to get to where you are right now. Yeah. I mean, what I always say is that you just got to make something a habit and it's going to take a really long time to learn these freestyle tricks. And so I still have a long way to go. Thank you for the compliments. But I, I, I realize that I'm actually, uh, you know, I'm quite a beginner. Uh, and so what I've just been trying to do this past year and a half is get really good at practicing. I just got to get in a good habit of practicing. Like, That's huge. This is what I, mean, I do every lunch break. Practice. It's just part of what I do. How, like, so, so how long are your practice sessions, do you think? So on my lunch break, you know, I got to stretch. <laughs> so probably 45 minutes. That's on my lunch break. During the weekends, it can be two hours a day. Okay. Um, if I get a extra little bit of lunch, I, I milk my lunch for as much time as I can get. But yeah, some, day, some days I'll do a two a day. But um, so yeah. That's, but that, for that's me, incredible. It's just try to do as many days in a row as I can. So let me ask you this, because, um, I mean, I've, I've tried, I've gone down the road a little bit by, by no means am I a, a freestyler of any sort, but, you know, I fully understand what it takes to get to that level. And there's gotta be just like some serious mental hurdles that you have to get through, right? Because yeah. you will, I'm sure you can practice and practice and practice on one thing and, you know, you might land it this one time and it feels great. And then you'll try it another hundred times and you still won't get it. And right. tell me about how you just kind of get through some of those mental hurdles. For sure. I always, always, always think about how when I was younger and I was trying to stall the ball on my forehead and I just sat in front of the mirror and tried this for a whole summer <laughs> <laughs> and just <laughs> tried to keep it still on my head and have control of my neck muscles enough to get it to hold still. But eventually I got it. Right. Yeah. So I always think back to like, this seems really hard and my muscles don't know how to do it right now. But if I just do this thing over and over and I just sit there and do it, if I just go through the motions, eventually my body's going to figure out how to do it and it'll just become habit. You know, it's crazy that you bring that up and, and you mentioned habit before with like habit in, in terms of practicing, but mm-hmm. all, all of this, I mean, you know, freestyle in so much of sport too is like, it's muscle memory. Right. And when you're talking, you know, you're talking about freestyle, it's just getting your body in the habit of doing mm-hmm. something that it's not used to. And, and once you kind of, and you, you explained it perfectly, in my opinion, is that once you kind of understand that and can wrap your head around that fact that you're training your body mm-hmm. to do things that it's it's not used to doing, then that mental side of it is a little easier. Right, right. And once you once you grasp something that you didn't think that you'd be able to do, 
you can always just go back to that and think, you know, I didn't think I could do that, but then I did do it. So yeah, then you yeah, just yeah. apply that over and over and over every day before you do practice. Then you can try to, that's a good way to get yourself in a positive attitude about it because you're right. I will try the same trick for an hour, the same combo for an hour and I can't get it. That's kind of frustrating. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but go you the know next what? Day. When you land that, and I mean, I, I've seen freestylers online, right? They, they land something that, like, you know they've just been working on for days. <laughs> yeah. And they, they take that ball and they throw it clear across the room. Right. right? You know, like, <laughs> right. it's, that, it's that natural just, like, reaction of satisfaction that blows yep. you away, right? Yeah, that's how you can tell someone's been working really hard. I get sure. so happy. Like, I get, like, a contact high happy for someone else when I see them throw the ball like that like it makes me want to go have a reason to throw the ball (laughs) absolutely for sure for sure so have you you know what's the freestyle scene like in the U.S. have you been able to connect with with uh, many U.S. female freestylers I know there's you know uh, some big names that are around the world and I, I know of a couple of big names in the U.S. but have you been able to connect with any I have not, um, you know, obviously Kate and Indy Cowie, um, yeah. there, there are some others too, but I have not actually broken into the scene yet. Um, well, I don't think the scene's that big. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. Here in my city in Atlanta, there's two of us. And I just okay. recently, uh, hung out with Eric Farfan, um, okay. on Instagram. He's Ecubol. Okay. But um, he was nationally ranked. He's super good. Um, so nice. it's just he and I, as far as I know, down here in the Bible Belt, southern okay. southern uh, U.S. So tell me, you know, I don't know how much you're into the soccer scene down in mm-hmm. Atlanta. Um, from a professional standpoint, you know, you guys uh, came onto the scene in the MLS the same time. So I'm in Minnesota, and mm-hmm. you came onto the scene the same year as Minnesota United, and it's it's been clearly uh, a tale of two stories, right? Mm-hmm. Atlanta is doing really, really well. Uh, Minnesota, not so much. Um, but, you know, how's, how's the soccer scene down in Atlanta? You know, what are you seeing? Um, what, how, what's the excitement like down there? For sure. So Atlanta, anybody, like even before two years ago when uh, – that our Atlanta United team was created. You could walk down the street and everybody you talked to would say, oh yeah, I used to play, I played soccer when I was younger. It's like every single person here has played soccer when they were younger. And then it just kind of dies out over time. It becomes Hmm. less cool once you get older. But everyone had all along this underlying like connection with each other of playing youth soccer. Really, All of a sudden we get this, uh, team this professional team and it's just it's been crazy like we've beaten attendance records week after week and uh the team is doing really well especially this season uh I don't follow uh as well as I should the team but I do know that attendance wise um money wise we're the highest valued team in the league I just heard um really but yeah the fans are nuts. The city has the flags all over town. It's it's pretty cool. Like the fan section 
is crazy. I love that. Yeah. I absolutely love that. I mean, you know, I'm I'm not too big of a fan of the MLS product right now, but I do like the fact that it's it's energizing cities mm-hmm. within this for for the sport, right? And and mm-hmm. and you can see it within the cities that um, there are fan bases out there that are great and they're growing mm-hmm. and they're vibrant and they're diverse and they're right. you know it's it's really fun to see so from that aspect of things i think it's it's a very good product yeah i mean i think also something that factors into it is that atlanta is such a transplant city like okay a huge proportion of the people that live in the city are mm-hmm. from outside of the state or from the country too so people are bringing all it's really united well look at there it's really (laughs) (laughs) uniting the whole city like in this common uh common denominator is soccer it's pretty it's pretty wild it's nothing that i ever thought would happen around here sure now have you been in atlanta your whole life um yes and no yes and no i i i did grow up to a point um up here in atlanta and then i actually moved three hours south um, to a little city called Sylvester, Georgia. Um, okay. If anybody knows Albany, Georgia, it's right there mm. close to that. So that is in the middle of nowhere with no soccer interest whatsoever, but we did have a rec team, so. Okay, okay. Yeah. Nice, nice. So, you know, I'm scrolling through your story. You got to tell me about these farm animals. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you that have was- a farm. <laughs> do i have a farm yeah or, or where are these animals coming from so those animals um are at a sanctuary called full circle sanctuary oh. and uh they live about an hour and a half south of uh atlanta okay. and my partner and i it was totally her idea uh signed us up she signed us up to go volunteer this weekend and gotcha. so we uh rolled on down there and scrub some pens and some goat pens <laughs> yeah but then we got to run around and meet all the animals too i have a million pictures that aren't online either there were cows uh goats chickens peacocks every kind of animal that's amazing Horses. i love it yeah but all the animals are rescued so like for instance one of the really? pigs yeah one of the pigs um jumped off of the truck on the way to the slaughterhouse what yeah so the so the sanctuary went and scooped him up and you know he lives a great happy life <laughs> wow yeah, that's incredible yeah. oh yeah there's tons of they have so many little individual stories um yeah but it, it was a really cool experience i knew that we were going to be shoveling poop but i didn't know that it was going to be that fun <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I'm, I'm stoked about that that's awesome that's awesome so let me ask you, do you have any intentions on competing in like the US championships? Do they have oh my gosh. do they have that for for women? I know Kate's been out there. Um I don't I don't know if she's competed like, you know, a, a women's only competition or if it's been a combination. Um, I think that Definitely the year before this previous U.S. championship, she competed, but she competed with the boys. Yeah. Someone's going to correct me. And I think she might have done that this season, too. She competed with the boys. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. I don't know. But um, do I want to compete? I I think I. 
I have a long way to go before I can think about that. I think it would be really cool. I think you need to, right? I mean, I think it's, um, I mean, clearly I think you're there and, you know, I don't know if you've ever had a conversation with Kate. I, I, I was fortunate enough to meet her a few years ago and she's a fantastic, fantastic person, just a great, great person. Um, but I think to grow the scene, mm-hmm. we need to just get more women together, right? Yeah, at, numbers. At, mm-hmm. at all, all levels, right? It, it, and, and the thing that I've seen about freestyle is like, it's such a cool community. Yeah, it's such that's... a supportive community. Like, so if, if, if U.S. championships were able to get 12 or 10 women together of varying talents, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's gonna be a huge supportive, like learning, great experience. I feel like it's not gonna be like, oh well, I'm the U.S. champ, or you know what yeah. I mean. There's not gonna be that elitism right. at all. Um, but I think it would be amazing if this summer, if like they could get at least ten women together. And I know, I mean, again, seeing your videos, you're not giving yourself enough credit credit you you could compete <laughs> well i'll tell you this if we could scrap up 10 girls in this country and have a competition then i'd definitely be there okay i might For hold sure. you i might hold you to that because <laughs> um like and i i don't know if i'm going to be able to get this this going this summer but my my big thing is i i want to plan kind of an event like a like a girl worldwide tour and, you know, have freestylers and women skateboarders and just, you know, kind of the off sport types of things. Yeah. Um, And have DJs and like, just make it a pretty cool weekend that focuses on extremely talented women just doing their thing. And so again, that's, it's, it's a long shot, but, I might hold you to that. You might get a call in April. Like, Anna, here we go. No, for sure. That sounds right up my alley. Like, that sounds like something that if I were younger, I would be so into that. Like, seeing, like, seeing, uh, I don't know. I think when I was growing up, I never really had, besides, like I mentioned, the U.S. national team, the U.S. women's national team, I never really had um any like role models in these extreme kind of you know weird sports right um tony hawk pro skater had a woman Alyssa steamer okay so that was always my character but other than her like there was nothing so that kind of event like would do wonders for kids that are like me i i think it would and i think it would i i mean you know, ideally on my end, I'd love to just bring all these people together. And I, I know that the talent level is going to be a wide spectrum, but that's really, that's truly not what it's all about, right? Mm-hmm. It's more about bringing a community of people together and mm-hmm. like celebrating and having a good time and, and showing off everybody's talents and learning right. from everyone too. And, and really connecting with people right. because then, yeah, I mean, I'll tell you right now, you are easily a role model to many girls that are just starting out and getting into freestyle. 
And I, I think that's a big, big deal. And, you know, some people don't think of it like that, like, oh, I'm not a role model type of a thing. But like, truly, you guys are we're, we're in a phase right now where I feel like freestyle is getting bigger. Yeah. And with the way media is, it's it's allowed to get bigger. Mm-hmm. And so the ones that have been doing it for the last year and a half, three years, <laughs> whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Are already very much ahead of the game in the sports for the ones that are just starting to see some of that stuff now. If yeah, that makes sense. That's true. Mm-hmm. So I think it'd be really cool if we could, if I could pull that off. Um, yeah, so that would that's, be. That's something yeah. I'm working on a bit. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, look, this has been awesome. Um, I've I've really enjoyed getting to talk to you and getting to know you a bit. Um, I appreciate you coming on. You are the episode one first podcast ever. Number one for <laughs> like a girl worldwide. Um, so it it's been great. It it really has. Thank you. I really appreciate yeah. you doing this. No, thank you. I appreciate you. This is awesome, and it was a lot of fun. Perfect. Well, we will stay in touch, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to get that festival going. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I promise you. Awesome. All right. Take care. Yeah, you too. Have a great day. Ciao. Bye.